Hello and welcome to this edition of our COVID podcast, focusing on all things COVID and its continuing impact on business. I aim to provide you with a whistle-stop tour through the latest findings. So, starting in the disease and public sector, we are delivering a seminar led by one of our partners at Waitman's, Keith Jones, to the Manchester Liability Society in March on insurance and the COVID impact. Keep checking our website for further details on this. For the built environment sector, we are seeing reports that the build to rent sector is moving into traditional housing estates, which in turn is leading to value rises. Build to rent are also reporting record lettings occupancy rates of 80 to 90%. Landlords appear to now be resigned to the fact that they not, may not recover all rent arrears. And on the return to the office, most of the real estate agency operators are reporting a hybrid arrangement. There appears to be no hard and fast rules, with flexibility being key. Some businesses are still implementing some COVID rules in the workplace. Our employment teams are continuing to produce HR focus and COVID related articles, which can all be found on Waitman's website. We have seen the recent injunction case involving Tesco emerge, which resulted in Tesco being prevented from firing and rehiring a group of employees. Also, we have new legislation, which is due in relation to tipping. It is understood that the legislation will be implemented as soon as parliamentary time allows. And we have seen the decision to reverse the vaccination condition of employment has now been announced. In the corporate arena, discussions have and continue to take place with fund managers around COVID and fraud claims. And thankfully, face-to-face -face meetings are now resuming and are providing great opportunities to upscale and networking. On individuals, face-to-face -face meetings are resuming also. On divorce rates, it has been reported that in 2020, divorces dropped by 4.5%. This raises the question whether the decrease in divorce rates is COVID or not COVID related. Some factors to bear in mind include the court administrative capacity in the early stages of the pandemic was disrupted and could have led to a dip in divorces in 2020. Lockdown itself may have made people reluctant to start, to start divorce proceedings. Further, marriage rates are declining with more people choosing to live together as opposed to getting married. There are also divorce reforms being implemented in April 2022, including the introduction of no-fault divorces, which may be causing a huge number of divorces to wait in the wings. In knowledge management and the Brexit and COVID overlay, there have been reported delays at Dover over the last few weeks, as French customs officials are asking for wet signatures on documentation. The problem is that most documentation at the border is digital, and this has caused delays. The British Chamber of Commerce said that the delays are arising due to different interpretations of the trade agreement. This in turn has led to calls from business for clarity about what should be happening at the border. There were also delays at Calais and the Operation Stack Protocol has been put in place on the A40 with lorries being parked on the carriageway. This has had the knock-on effect of delivery of products being late Turning to aviation, 
the Department for Transport have launched a consultation on the flight delay compensation scheme. This opened on the 31st of January and closes on the 27th of March. The UK legislator are aiming to rehash the compensation scheme for UK internal flights only, with different schemes operating for the UK and for the EU and beyond. The UK are tied into EU aviation laws in some areas. The main proposed changes from the consultation is that compensation in the UK on internal flights only will be paid on shorter delays of one hour and will be based on the amount paid for the fare and a percentage of that. This raises the question, with COVID restrictions being lifted and people moving again for business, whether any aviation changes internally will impact the number of flights being offered. For example, will we see an impact on the economy and income generated? Will we see some internal airlines think it is not worth offering lots of internal flights due to the level of compensation potentially payable compared to the ticket price, and then they subsequently reduce the number of flights? In the owner-managed business area, we are receiving reports that one in five businesses are confident about the general outlook for the next year and meeting their revenue targets for this year. Eight out of 10 businesses anticipate revenue growth on last year, according to research by More UK. With the government's coronavirus job retention scheme having now ended, a lot of businesses feel redundancies are likely, but a crisis for some brings opportunities for others with a large number of businesses planning to increase their headcount in 2022. For those increasing their headcount, recruitment is a real challenge. Businesses are having to significantly adapt their approach to recruitment and retention in order to win the war for talent. And finally, supply chain issues are still problematic for many businesses, and these, coupled with increasing energy and fuel prices, mean that price increases to end users are extremely likely. Well, I hope you enjoyed this very brief canter through the latest developments. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to tune into the next one.